You've seen her comedy concerts in all the big cities, like Zorro, Ohio at the Elks Lodge, at bingo halls in Stockholm, Wisconsin, and working the retirement home in Louisiana, Missouri. And now you hear her thoughts on her No Reason podcast. Here's Nola J, the chocolate blonde, on the No Reason podcast. Welcome to the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. Oh, so we're not going to toast? Uh, I thought we was going to introduce ourselves. And I'm your co-host, Young Don Suave, a.k.a. Young Suave Sutra, a.k.a. Suave Mente, a.k.a. the number one sidekick to Jizzle. How you like that, Jizzle? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but welcome to episode 76. And happy new year. Happy new year. The it first is, episode of Yeah, 2021. The first episode. So we got a big bottle of champagne. And we go ahead and open it up. Shout out to our sponsor today. Our sponsor is I got the champagne from Whole Foods. Okay, shout out to Jeff uh, Bezos. It is Bon Ami. Or Bon Ami, however you want to uh, however you want to say it. So let's get it cracking. That it's was all, a pop. Pop, pour, and toast. Cheers, Jizzle. Cheers to 2021, episode 76. All that cliche shit, new beginnings. New you, new me. What's <laughs> that shit they say? Me. New year, new me. <laughs> Leave the BS in 2020. You know, all, the, all that stuff. Well, 2020 is over, guys. It's a wrap. How we feeling? How we feeling? How we feeling about it? It's a wrap like a fajita. It's over. It's done. Allegedly. Um, you it's, know how I feel. There's still some residue from 2020. I told you we got about to May of 2021, and I think 2020 will be done. But I'm not gonna I mean, you know what? I'm not gonna speak life for that. 2020 is done. We're in 2021. It's all uphill now. It's uphill, uh, Swizzle. It's, it's we can still go down. No, it's it's it's, it's uphill. Real. It's uphill. But a lot of good things happened in 2020. Let's not make it sound like it was that bad no i mean to be honest um unfortunately we did lose a lot of people to COVID. i'm not taking nothing from that that was shitty i think it was shitty that we had to go on lockdown we messed up a lot of businesses small businesses and and restaurants and bars and and all that and our hospitals and doctors our nurses and everyone in the health field are overworked so shout out to them let's toast to them let's toast to the healthcare. Man, they've been working their ass off. Here's to you guys. Hope 2021 bring you guys full of blessings. Y'all had to deal with a lot of shit. So don't get it twisted. 2020, 2020 was rough. There was some some good things that came out of it. A lot of positive too, though. There's positive things that came out of it, but we can't take away from a lot that affected a lot of people. So 2020 is over. So it's in the um, rear view mirror now. Mm. Impressive forward. Impressive forward. And we're going to keep moving forward. So I had a great week. How was your week, uh, Swizzle? I know you're not going to tell me shit, but I think I start with you because you're not going to say anything. So how was your week? Well, you know, my week, it wasn't a typical week. It was the last week of the year. Um, trying to finish it with a bang. Been very busy. So 
You ain't yeah. said shit. You ain't told not one thing. <laughs> There's not a damn thing you said that gave us any inkling or an idea of what has happened in the last week to you. There was Christmas. There's a lot of things that went on in this week. And that's a bang and a what? A bang? Well, <sighs> you know, New Year's was, was really low-key. That was Year's. just a few minutes ago. Well, I mean, Christmas, we last week we talked about Christmas. We we did No, Christmas. we did Christmas Eve. We did not do Christmas. We did Christmas Eve. We were, yes, we do the podcast on Wednesdays. If anyone wants to know, we do them on Wednesday nights. And that was right before Christmas Eve. Well, I'll be honest, every day has been the same. So, like, I've been. Once working, again, Swizzle hasn't told us a damn thing about what he does, you guys. I have no idea. I think he's in a witness protection program. One day he will tell me what murder he saw and who is he hiding from. I can't wait for you to tell me because you ain't told us shit about your week. I plead the fifth. Anywho, for my week, Christmas, um, Christmas Eve, I um, straight chilled on Christmas Eve that I could think of. And then Christmas Day, I got up bright and early and I helped feed the homeless. But this year was different. Um, here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, we have this big Wisconsin Center. It used to be the Midwest Express Center when I used to work for the airlines, but they switched it because Midwest Express went out of business. So it's called the Wisconsin Center. And every year... And I, I mentioned this on the previous episodes. I like to volunteer and help feed the homeless. They open it up. Or people in need, not so much a homeless. Homeless and people are in need. And you get a hot meal. And I described all that last episode. So this year was carry out, curbside. Mm. So I um, helped pack up all the food in these styrofoam things. And I had to put them in these little ovens. So it was like a sibling line, like all the people put the food in the in the um, to go containers, and I was the one who had to put them in these big ass ovens to keep them warm to pass out to people. So I did that first thing in the morning. Volunteer did that. Of course, I had um, I had um, I talked about this on the generation gap, but I had uh, the the volunteer of the year, dude. Of course. He was so irritating. Volunteer like the dude, the, the dude, dude that volunteers for every damn thing. Like he's like, okay. He's the reigning award winner. Of- it's like I volunteer for Salvation Army, right? And they got a lot of activities that you can volunteer for. And I do different stuff. I do the stuff in the summer where I pack up lunches for kids and they drive them around and drop them off at different parks so kids can have something to eat. Um, I do... Um, I do state fair where I pass out water. And, I, and the only reason I do the state fair one because I get in for free. <laughs> but pass out mm-hmm. water because it'd be hot as hell at state fair in August. It'd be like 100 some degrees. Um, I did a bouncy house. I do different stuff. There's different things you can do. and But the Christmas one is my main one. But this dude is that dude that do all of them. So I pull up. I'm in there. I'm putting on my little hairnet. I'm putting on my little um, gloves and stuff. And um, it's early in the morning. It's 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 Christmas morning. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. Normally it starts at 6 in the morning, but because it's a different setup now, uh, we'd have to come in that early because we're just packing up food. Because mm-hmm. normally we'd be making the food and then putting it out on the, whatchamacallit. But anywho, I come through. 
He introduces himself and he tells me a dad joke. Okay, it's not funny. And it's eight o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to wake up. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Trying like, to lighten the mood. He was like, you know, I work from home now. I'm a social worker. And um, I always tell these jokes at work. And so, um, but now we're not in the office. So, I, you know, I think they missed my jokes. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to hear them. Because I don't work with you, all right? So I don't give a shit. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, man. Move around. He's like, I'm a social worker, but I, I crack all the jokes in the office. I'm the, the jokester. And I'm like, okay. So I'm not saying nothing. I'm like looking at him like, I don't care. I really he don't care. He doesn't know the So then he, then he says, so what do you do? And I just started, I kind of kind of like looked at him, but my mask is on, so he can't see that. I'm like kind of giving him like the side lip like, Dude, leave me alone. Give him a side lip. Side lip. Okay. <laughs> you don't know what the side lip I never is. Seen that emoji. Side lip. Okay. So he's like, Oh, you must be a comedian. I'm like, Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, How does fool notice? I'm like, Yeah, man. Why did I say yeah? I should have said no. Why did I say yeah? Here we go. He's a social worker. But the social worker starts telling me, how to be a comedian. Oh, okay. So he was like, yeah, you know, as a comedian, you know, I saw a few on a comedy cafe. Have you been, have you been to comedy cafe? I'm like, yeah. All, I mean, that was my home club. Yeah. I was just talking about last week, how the comedy cafe came and surprised us for my recent shows that I have, but I didn't say that to him, but like, mm -hmm. I, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I feel as a comedian, you should be able to um, engage the crowd. Like he couldn't read the crowd. He was, Horrible. I think you should be able to talk to the crowd. He's telling me how to be a comedian. He's a social worker who does dad jokes on Zoom. Okay? But he's telling me how to... I'm a professional comedian, but he's telling me how to be a comedian. At this point, Nola, you're volunteering. Don't cuss this man out. So just, he's, he's volunteering just, information. Right. Well. So he's talking and, I'm, and he's like, yeah, so... I think, and I'm, and I'm like, I, he's like, and the guy couldn't read the room and he was just horrible. You know, you got to read your room. <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, I said, but you know what? It's very, it's not easy. I, I mean, um, it's not easy being a comedian. I mean, you make it sound like it's super easy. It's not easy. He's like, no, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's difficult. I'm like, but you. And then I had to bite my tongue because I was like, why are you Under telling me about he couldn't see you biting the tongue? He couldn't see me twisting up my lips, turning up shit, <laughs> side lip, licking my tongue out at him. <laughs> I mean, you probably see that. I was like, <laughs> uh, why is your you mouth? Right, you put your your um fingers up to your ear, you stick out your tongue. I wanted to do that. I was I just I wanted him to leave me alone, is what yeah. I wanted to do. So so then I was like, Yeah, it's not easy. Like I wanted to say, dude. Stop telling me about my job, first of all. Second of all, it's not you couldn't do it. Just because you make fucking dad jokes on Zoom or in the office and they think you're hilarious, they probably just laugh so you can go away. Cause that's how I feel. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like laugh so he just go away. Because <laughs> yeah. if you don't laugh, he's the type of I think would keep going. And you'd be like, crying. you'd be like, man. So he's like, yeah. So um, what do you talk about? What are you doing? Here we go with the interview. Hey man, I'm here to volunteer. I said, um, just my life, but you know what? I'm gonna go over here and um do something Get the fuck away from you. <laughs> I'm, <gonna go> tie <laughs> my shoes. I'm like, I think my how do you know what to do? I'm like, I'm gonna go over here. I, I'm gonna go um 
I'm gonna go get some Gatorade. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna go do. <laughs> so Gatorade. <laughs> I have to get away from him. So then we get to the assembly line where we put the food together and all that. And he didn't volunteer for everything. Hey, did you do the toys for Todd? You know, when I do the toys for Todd, it's super cold in the building. I said, nah, Vinny volunteer. <laughs> I haven't done all this. Okay, I'm going over here to get some Gatorade. So then, <laughs> so then we get an assembly line. And thank God my job was by myself. But he had to work with everyone else, had to work with partners. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the chef just felt my vibe or just whatever, or somebody looked out, God looked out for me. Because I was like, I'm not partnering up with Vinny Volunteer. I'm not doing it. I can't. I can't listen to him. He asks too many damn questions. I hate people who ask a lot of questions that is none of their damn business. And if you just be like, it's none of your business, then you're rude. Like, I'll give you an example. So I was doing my part. I'm solo, but he was linked up with this other chick. She had the gravy, had the green beans. I could hear him drilling the shit out of her. So, so when you do fill out that paperwork, what do you put down? Um, what type of tax rate do you go in? You know, when I try those type of questions, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Get all deep in her business. And she's like, she like me, it's eight o'clock in the morning, man. We just trying to volunteer. You doing too much. So finally, finally, somebody came over and was like, hey, Vinny Volunteer. That's not his name, but I'm just calling him that. Hey, Vinny Volunteer, I need you to go over here and help. I was like, thank you, Jesus. For her sake. I didn't have to listen to him because I was in my own zone. I didn't have to listen to him at all. She came over by me. She's like, hey, how's it going? I was like, good. She's like, are you from Milwaukee? I was like, yeah, I'm from Milwaukee. I was like, where are you from? She's like, oh, I'm from such and such outside of Madison. I said, is Vinny Volunteer driving you crazy? She's like, yes, he is. I said, he's too much. I was like, well, he's gone now. She's like, yes, I'm so happy. Like, she was trying to escape him. Right. Because he wouldn't shut up. He would not shut He was asking so many questions. So he harasses people all throughout the year during these volunteers. He's a lonely or something wrong with him. He must is he be older? Is he younger? Is he young? I don't know how old he was. We got on hairnets and, and masks and, and okay. gloves. I don't, I mean, he gotta be like, I guess in his fifties or sixties, he's a, he said he was a social worker for, I don't know how many years. I don't know. So anywho, so then he went on somewhere and then she was happy that he got away and then he came back and, but I had to go then. It was my time to go. And I was so happy. It's my time. I was like, it's my time. I left. So yeah, that was cool. I did my volunteer. Uh, We did the generation gap with pops. Um, he's really serious about this this podcast. He's yep. super serious to the point where my laptop always freezes up that he bought me a old school computer with a CPU unit and I don't know what the hell to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> but get but I'm just saying, uh, bless his heart. He really want, he's tired of my shit. And so he bought me a computer. Um, I haven't had a CPU CPU unit and I don't even, I don't, I'm going to Google how to put it together again. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do with it, but I'm going to work it out. So we did generation gap. Um, nobody cares, but I watched the BG documentary <laughs> on Showtime. Okay. I'm going to tell you something with the BGs. At least they gave credit to the, to the culture. They said, Hey, we got to give credit to the culture. So they won culture vultures. They gave all the credit. They said they wanted to sound like R&B. That was their goal. That's what they wanted. 
Motown, all that. They was doing that. Um, and then I ended up watching Saturday Night Fever after I watched the BG documentary with John Travolta with them tight ass pants. On. <laughs> mm, throwback. I did that. Um, I also watched Black Mirror Death of 2020. It's really good on Netflix. I'm a Black Mirror fan. I love Black Mirror, period. So they did a Death of 2020. Samuel L. Jackson is in it and had me dying laughing. Um, it's kind of a comedy spook on 2020, but it's on point. It's hilarious. It's super hilarious. Mm. Um, I watched that. That was good shit. I had a gig um, last night at the casino. That Which went one? really well. Yeah, it was good times. Um, brought it in 2021. Which casino? Ho-Chunk. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot of casinos. In there. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's done and over with. Yeah, but you know. Well, I mean, it's over with. It's been done. I did that last night. Um, I got back this morning. Tried to get back before the snowstorm. And I did. Mm. Uh, that was fun. We had a good time. It was... Um, I don't have much more to say about that. I think it was good times. What happens at the casino stays at the casino, I guess. <laughs> Especially at Ho-Chunk. At Ho-Chunk. Um, no, nah, it was a good time. The, the crazy part, this is the thing that I'm so damn confused about. Okay, when I do casinos in Wisconsin and Michigan, they take my temperature in the casino, but not in the hotel. Vegas takes your temperature when you check in a hotel, but you, I'm walking through all kinds of casinos in Vegas and they're not checking your temperature. Hmm. I don't get it anymore. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's not to be gotten, Jizzle. I, I, I'm confused because I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. So I, ch- so I check in a hotel. I'm ready to get my temperature checked like normal. They don't check it. I'm like, okay, well, maybe they ain't, they're not doing it. But then when I go to the casino to do the show, I got checked. But then they finally gave me a stamp because I was like, do I have to do this every single time? So they finally gave me a stamp. So they stamp you when your temperature is on point? They just stamp you to say that your temperature has been checked. You don't have to keep getting a check because each time you go to the casino, you got to get your temperature checked. So then I got a hand stamp. So I was done. I don't have to keep doing that. So if you fail it? Then you can't go in the casino. How long you got to wait? I don't know. I haven't failed. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't I'm sorry. I haven't I don't have a clue. I don't know. I don't know the rules. I just I just have my temperature taken. I do what I need to do. I wear my mask. They was like Vegas too, which is annoying. Um if you if you're drinking anything, you have to put your mask on after you take a sip. And their rules is if they come over, the cameras are watching. So if they come over and they have to tell you three times, they kick you out. Mm. Vegas didn't give a damn. They tell you all night long. They, they didn't have that rule. So I don't know what's going on here, y'all. Um, if y'all traveling, doing things, if you're out here, if you're comfortable, then um, I would Google and check the websites and see what the hell, because it's different shit. It's so damn confusing. Every state. It's every state. It's not, I mean, it's not like it's irritating me, but I just get so confused. I'm like, well, why would you? Not check me to get in your hotel, but then check me to get in a casino. And then Vegas is you check me to get in a hotel, but I could go to any casino. I'm not getting checked. <laughs> no so, idea. But it, I, it usually all starts with litigation. So I'm pretty sure. I don't know. They protect themselves with whatever. I don't know doing. what it is, but I follow the rules. So I had a good time. 
I got I got to do my show. I always love bringing New Year's Eve with a show. So that worked out perfectly. I brought in 2021 the way I want to. It was nice. Um, I'm starting to bring my little fire stick, Roco stick when I go to hotels now. So I have to watch that bullshit they be having on their TVs. <laughs> they do that on purpose because they want you to go gamble. So like the TV be janky to the mud. It'd be, like, the, worst be the, worst, the worst stuff they can find because they want you to casinos. <laughs> so I started bringing my own um, fire stick. Oh, I thought my neighbors was giving us a shout out. Your peoples, give them a shout out. Yeah, they cool people. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so that's what on this week. Um, from what I can remember, yeah. And then I've been on Clubhouse a lot. I've been hanging out on Clubhouse a lot. They released a fake Android app. Yeah, I saw it. You sent it to me. I'm like, dude, that does not work. You have to have an iPhone. I accidentally did something stupid. I had three invites. And um, I accidentally, and don't ask me why this is in my phone. I got a number called a Holland Oats emergency number. Okay. Holland Oats. So I had, I sent Holland Oats. An invite to Clubhouse on accident. So they have an emergency. I can't. I don't know what. I don't. I'm gonna go on my phone and see what this number is and why it's in there. So yeah, I sent it that. You should dial it on air. I have no idea. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'm gonna look it in my phone. So I sent it to Hollow Notes on accident. I sent one to you, but you don't have an iPhone. And I sent one to my ex. And I sent one to Bozeman. A comedian and he got on Hannibal brought him in. Hannibal Bears brought him in. So yeah, it's good times on the clubhouse. It's busy. It's busy. I read something about the invites. If somebody you invite gets kicked out, you get kicked out or something like that. Like whoever you invite, you're tied to them. So whatever happens to them. No. No, because I know true. I know are certain people that got kicked out and they peoples are still on and then they come back on. Nah. Okay. Nah, but it's fun. Um, there was a room I was in a room with Twenty One Savage and um, and they were talking about stocks and stuff. So I already got the Robin Hood John going on, and I had some stocks, but there was some good info. The little young cast was kicking some knowledge of some stocks, so I went in and bought some extra shit that they was talking about. So it worked out. Um, game. He got his little talk show with his, his with his co-host, the game. They got their little show going on there. There's a lot of networking. I was in comedy court. I was doing comedy court. I don't know how I got on that one. So that was fun. Um, so there's a lot of activity going on in the clubhouse. That's yeah. all I'm saying. There's a lot going on. Um, Keisha Cole is on there now. Um, there's a lot of people on there getting on there. But it's fun. I'm enjoying it. I had time this week to hang out. So it kept me company too on my ride back today. I was in a room where I know they ain't going to bring me on stage. So I don't know any of those people. So I wasn't concerned. So I was able to just drive and listen to people talk and kick it. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Button was in that room. I was in a room when Joe Button got checked by Jay Prince Jr. on some old shit. But it was funny as hell listening to it. And Joe got real quiet, stopped talking, and then Joe started trending on Twitter. And then Joe had to... It's just funny that the shit that happened on the clubhouse, like, we get it... It leaks out? No, it's just funny because we get it firsthand because if it's one of those things if you miss it, you miss it. But then, of course, there's people... You're not allowed to record, but there's always those people that are recording. It's a YouTube channel. It's right? a YouTube that gets all it on. We know that. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Dude just reports what happened. Right. And it's <laughs> And it's... 
And we know that's going to happen, but it's just funny that if you don't catch it at that moment, the good thing about the clubhouse, if you don't catch it at that moment, it doesn't go viral. It doesn't become a thing. Right. It's not recorded. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, it technically is being recorded, but you have to go search for it and do all that on YouTube. But I'm talking about like if you was on Twitter or Instagram or something, that shit go viral, go viral. Everybody see it. Mm-hmm. Clubhouse is one of those. If, 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 Somebody going to say something like Terry Crews. We was in a room. It's called the virtual dinner um, hour. And it's, it's, it's a good room. There's some experts in there. And Terry Crews asked, asked a question about something on there. And everybody was cool. But if it was in the, the other social media world, he probably would have gotten, they probably would have got on his ass or yeah. talked about him or whatever and he didn't do nothing wrong he asked a legit question like everybody was cool on his question one no you know what i'm saying so that's one thing i do like about it like it happens in real time if you miss it you miss it that day no going back there ain't no we gonna make it viral what you said except me keep getting caught up meek mill keep getting caught up because they keep taking clips of his shit. they're not listening to the full conversation they taking clips of it and posting it on social media and dumb shit like that but yeah. Otherwise, it's a good time. I'm having fun on it. It's a lot of networking. It's a good time. All right, you guys, we're going to take a break. That was our general, just chopping it up, what was going on for the week. Um, This is 2021, sir. 2021. No reason With the podcast. W-O-N. The who? With the W-O-N, one. One. Is that what you... Okay, I don't know. Uh, Swizzle confuses me. So coming up with new models. This is, I don't know what the hell you're coming up with. This is the No Reason Podcast, episode 76. We'll be back with sports. I am Nola J. I'm Don Suave. Please say the A and don't touch that dial. Oh, here you go with just touches dial. You gotta stop hanging out with pops, dude. You're too young. You were talking about don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, we are back. This is No Reason Podcast, episode 76. I am Nola J. And I am Don Suave. Please say the A. I, you guys say the A. I don't know what the hell that means, but just say it. Um, So we are back. We're going to get into some sports. Oh, all righty. So Christmas Day was a good day for the NBA. Yeah. Uh, we started off with the uh, Pelicans. They lost. And yeah. part of the problem was that damn Bledsoe, who I'm glad we got rid of on the Bucks, but unfortunately they sent him to another team that I like. The, the Nola. The Nola. So he was fucking up left and right <laughs> in that game. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Then the Bucks played and we blew out the Golden State War. We blew them out. We blew them out to the to the point where Steph Curry left that game like we need to figure some shit out. He took out, out his cornrows. Right. He was just like, wait a minute. And the funny part is this is what the second game. It was the second game in the NBA, right? The, of the regular season, I think. And second day. I think opening day had the Lakers in the uh night before. No, I'm saying it's like the second game. I mean the second game of the NBA. Um, regular season for most teams. Christmas? Christmas yeah. was the first for every for all. No, we had our we played Dallas before Christmas. We played Dallas before that wasn't Christmas. preseason? NBA started the twenty second or the twenty third. It didn't start on yeah, Christmas. It started on that Wednesday. 
Right, Chris. Header. I'm talking about Christmas Day. At that point, everyone's played at least one or two games. Now all those teams. That was their first game. No, it was not. Yes, it was. Lakers, Lakers, and Clippers played opening day Wednesday, and then it was another game that night. Christmas think, was on a Friday, December right. 25th. The NBA started the 22nd or the 23rd. On a By the time, yes, Christmas was on a Friday. By the time Christmas happened, at least each team that played had played at least one game. No. Nah, only two teams played on opening day. Or two games played on opening day. It was Lakers and Clippers. Okay, I'm not going to go back and forth with you. You can fact check it. You got a phone. You can fact check it. You can fact check it. The bottom line is the Warriors have played. They hadn't played. Yes, That's they did. That's why he was saying we need to we need to do something. We starting off bad. No, he didn't say that until the okay, next. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, look. That Go up. ahead and, and talk about Levar Ball. Then I'm gonna look it up because you think but the you whole know first... everything, dude. No, you I just know that. It. No, you don't. Just Google it and then get back to me. But um, the first week. Hold on, who you think you're talking to like that? <laughs> well, you said I'm wrong. You so are wrong. I'm not. You are. And you're telling me to Google what I know. The, okay. But the opening day was Lakers and Clippers. They played on Wednesday, and then it was the game at night. I forget. It might have been the Nets or something played. Or I don't know if it was the Nets. But it was two games. And then Friday, it was the whole first, basically, you know, it was like six games. It was a lot of games, more than six games. But the whole first week. It's just gonna be weird because there is no training camp. It's like they had like Why two preseason games. Why should it be training camps? Basketball ended like two months prior. Yeah, but everybody got new teams. They got to get acquainted. They got to know the plays or systems. So that's why you're seeing all these weird scores. Teams winning by 50, 40 points. Some of them good teams like Miami got blew out, and it's just it's just because guys are offense is is coming faster. For some teams and some teams they're learning new systems and the offense isn't really kicking in so you get these wild lopsided plus you don't have fans but yeah but it's you know lakers looking good already they're kind of they're kind of just going to coast till the mid-season i already know they're not really going to be going hard so you said that was the first warriors game yeah, that was the first Warriors game and okay. first Bucks game. Well, they played December twenty second on Tuesday, and they played the Nets, and they lost. That was preseason. It was not preseason; it was regular season. Their first game, they lost the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets, because I was like, "Yeah, Kyrie and KD is going to be a problem." I remember watching that game. They um, the so score Brooklyn. was one twenty five to ninety nine. The Warriors got blown out. Then the next game they played was on Christmas, the Bucks, which was their second game, which was what exactly what I said. Well, you said everybody played two games. It was just two I games. I said at Wednesday. least they played one. By the time Christmas came, it was a second game. You were wrong. No, you said the whole NBA had played <sighs> their second game. I said the teams that played on Christmas, and I was I was really talking about the Warriors. This was at least their second game, like it was the Bucks' second game. And my point that I was trying to make when you was trying to act like you were so right is that uh, Steph Curry was already frustrated, and it's only been their second game in the league in the um, season that started in the regular season. That's the point I was making, and I was correct. Okay. And you well, said they... that was the Warriors' first game that they played was on Christmas. No, it was not, which I knew it wasn't. And the point I was making, those teams that played on Christmas had at least had one game already 
played. No, nah, because look at look on the the first. You gonna day. try to make yourself right. You well, you said, well, you said all the teams that played that played their second game. That was their first game, most of those teams. It was only two games on the first day. So, okay. So you you. So no no no. I said what I said. So you right try about... you trying to be right, and it's, no, no, no. it's you, funny you're you right trying to be right because so I said I, that's who I was talking about. You this said is... the whole league. You Ay, said Dios the teams Dios. that played on. I on said Christmas. the teams that played on Christmas, which were which was a lot which of teams. Was, which was the Lakers? Um, it was. We can go through the whole thing. They all had played. Well, half the league played on Christmas, right? And I and they all had but, at least a game down. No, they didn't. Okay. Go ahead, start talking about your um um mellow ball. Including this, this team, up. the Charlotte Hornets. Go go talk about him while I look it up. So Lamelo Ball, so it, you know Levar Ball, he's out. He's always been outspoken about his kids, and Melo's coming out. He's giving them a spark. He comes in the game. Two games ago, he came in off the bench and was like five for six, and then got benched. And then the fans, obviously, there's no fans at the stadium, but the people online are like. How's he getting the momentum, getting getting high, and then he benches him, and then they end up losing. So he kind of switches up his rotation a little bit. They win the next game. But LeVar Ball is basically saying that they should stop messing around with his son and start him as the starting point guard. He was a third overall pick. He's already flashed potential. And they got him as number two behind Devontae Graham, and he was most improved last year. So – but last game he led the team in scoring off the bench. They beat the they beat the Mavericks. I think it was the Mavericks because they because they were asking Luka Doncic about him. But it won't be, it won't be long before MJ makes that call. So you got to start that kid because he's he's with he's the only reason why people are watching the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> right. So back to what I was saying, in which I was correct. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Um, just clear this up. You were wrong about what? Because when I can I finish? When I was saying that we talked about the Pelicans and they lost to Bledsoe, then I went on and said, "Oh, the Bucks played Golden State, and at this point, each one of those teams have played at least a game." And I was trying to get to my point of saying Steph Curry was already frustrated after two games in, and I did say most of those teams that played had at least one game they've already played because the lead, they were playing the 22nd and the 23rd. So no, it wasn't the first time for some of those teams on Christmas. Like who? There was only two games on opening day. There were T. Te- okay. I'm going to try this one more time. I don't know you guys, maybe it's just me. Okay. The opening day was 22nd and the 23rd. It they played, day. they played games teams that played games before Christmas, the 25th. Right. Christmas wasn't opening day. There was I didn't game. say it was opening day. You said it was. You no, said some teams it was their first game on Christmas. Some of them, yeah. But, no, it wasn't. But the Lakers and Christmas No, it played. was not. The teams that played on Christmas was not their first game on Christmas. Yes, it was. No, it was not. Not Golden State. There was games <laughs> that were played on the 22nd and the 23rd. Lakers and Clippers. You look it up. You look it up and you can see for yourself. I'm not going to keep going back and forth with you. You just determined not to be wrong and you were wrong in what I was saying. So you well, I was wrong d- about Golden you, State. D- d- whatever. So let's move on. So LeVar Ball, we talked about your Ball family that you love so much. 
you should see if you can get into their family. Maybe they'll yeah, listen get to into you. Their family? Yeah, because maybe <laughs> maybe they'll think you're right. How would that work? Um, you figure it out. I don't know. That sounds creepy. Well, I don't know. You like them so much, you can figure it out. Okay, everyone was reacting. I don't know if you saw this swizzle. I watched it. Uh, the Dallas and the um, Clippers game <laughs> where they was um, blowing them out by fifty. Mm. Okay. That didn't, even, that didn't even look right. That's cool. And of course, uh, Magic Johnson had to let us know what Man. was going on. This is a good thing, you guys. If you ever are clueless and can't figure it out, you want to be mansplained about sports or things that are going on, just follow Magic Johnson. He will totally mansplain to you things that we have seen. He gives the most genius takes on basketball. Whatever. He... They, it's funny because I don't know. You guys are not old enough to know this. You probably don't remember this. But when Magic Johnson tried to be a commentator, that was the funniest shit on earth. Um, first of all, he can't talk. It's hard to listen to him. And he's very slow. So, like, if a dude didn't already did a, a layup, he already talking about the layup. <laughs> and they're already at the other at the, at the the other end of the court. See, that's Someone giving a free throw. That's what I'm talking about. See the way he put the ball in and the it's hole? Like, that's two points. Magic, We that happened like five minutes ago. What is taking you so long to get this play out? So, yeah. So, another thing is the Bucks was balling. Um, the Heat, the first game with the Heat, the second game with the Heat, we lost. But the first game with the Heat, we we um had a record of the most three points, the most threes. Um, We set a record. So, it finally worked. Cause I, cause that's been our, that's been our like new thing. I, I didn't say new, but that's what we've been on is shooting threes, which I don't, I'm so confused where that came from. I'm not going to say it came out of nowhere. I feel like we built, we built up to it, but that, I, that's our strategy now is throwing, is shooting Shoot threes. All threes. Shooting threes. I don't, it's weird. I, it's been weird to me for a minute, but anyways, it actually worked this time. We broke a record with so many threes in a game against the heat i think we came back against the heat because of what we went through during the playoffs but jimmy butler wasn't playing um i call him jimmy fox and somebody said i was reading this this theory they were saying that jimmy butler could be michael jordan's son because they went back i don't know what this rumor is about but anyhow <laughs> <laughs> they started some type of rumor but so yeah, we had the most threes in that game, and we were, I think, at one point at halftime, we was like it was like eighty four points to, it was crazy. I saw uh, seventy seven twenty seven was that halftime? It was crazy. Seventy seven twenty yeah. seven was the Dallas Clippers game that was fifty. But the points. Miami was even worse. Miami, we was worse. We blew them out. We blew them out, and then the second game, the second, the next day, we played back to back and we lost, and then we playing tonight right now as we speak. <clears throat> So we playing the Bulls, but um, so yeah, I, I think the three point shooting is part of why it's been so lopsided because it's basically coming down to whoever's hot, whoever's making it, and whoever's missing. No, that's been our strategy lately. We've been that's been our thing. We've There's been, been blowouts all over the whole NBA. It, it wasn't just not just been the Bucks, not fifty points obviously, but like even the Pelicans. One night they're losing, you know, thirty forty. The next night they're beating. So it's just whoever's hot and whoever's not. It's kind of it. But what I was saying is the Bucks are intentionally three doing three points. That's like part of the play. That's like part of the strategy yeah. that the Bucks have been working on. I, 
as far as the blowouts around, yeah, there's been blowouts, but I was just saying that that's what the Bucks is on right now, and it finally worked. How's my guy Drew doing? Speaking of, he's doing season. very well. He's doing very well. The Bucks, um, like I said, we played tonight, but we blew out the Bulls. It was like one twenty six to ninety six. So, mm. yeah, we blew them the hell out. And then the Packers, Packers is balling. The Packers is looking good. Rogers is looking good. The team is looking Rogers and. And Adams, Devontae Adams, man, that's a good combination. They were, man, right. Woo, we looking good. So we play uh, the, our rivalry, the Bears, this Sunday. That's always a good time. Are they in contention? I don't know what Playoffs? the hell. I don't know. I don't care. We are. <laughs> we number one. I don't like the Bears. I, I, went, to, I went to a Packers-Bears game, and I sat. And I think I've told the story before. I sat. On the Bears side, down by the, um, I don't, where was my seats at? Anywho, Bears fans are mean. They were very mean to me. They were yelling at me, cussing me out. We was winning. I was standing up. I'm rooting. Um, one chick was trying to fight me. And then one of the um, Bears fans came over and apologized. He was like, we sorry. He's like, I'm so sorry. We we normally don't act like this. This is ridiculous. I said, yes, you do act like this, but I appreciate you. Um, That's nice of um, her. Yeah, apologizing, but y'all mean. And then when the Bears lost, I was right by the locker room. So I was on the end zone. I was the end zone seat. That's why. So I'm going to the locker room. The fans start cussing the damn players out. We would never do that to the Packers. The Packers lost. We would never be calling them all kind of names as they go into their locker room. Mm-hmm. Bears fans was going in. I'm like, damn. I was like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. You guys are mean. So we played them on Sunday. So go pack, go. Uh, Bucks is, is doing a thing. It seemed like Giannis was a little, been a little stiff and rough. Um, Did he have like nine points? One yeah, that, 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 um, the blowout game, he only had like eight points or something like that. But Middleton was balling out. Middleton finally woke up. He's well, been locked in since preseason. I've seen when him. Middleton is on, he's on, and I think I, he must got a spark. Maybe it's maybe because of Bledsoe's gone. I blame everything on Bledsoe. I just do. probably could. I, I, maybe because Bledsoe's gone now, he's feeling himself. Like he could really finally do something. I don't know because but, I thought originally when Bledsoe was brought in, Bledsoe was supposed to be the second option, and Middleton just kind of like got better than expected. No, Middleton was the guy. We paid him to be there, and Giannis wanted him there. And Middleton is one of our guys. Middleton was there before Giannis, I think. Hmm. So he's one of our guys. It's just he's he was inconsistent like Bledsoe, but not as bad as Bledsoe. Bledsoe was Bledsoe. The playoffs, he just chokes. It's like we done. We don't. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad he's gone. But now he's on my other team, irritating the shit out of me. But he did make a comeback. <laughs> In the Pelican game, um, a few days ago, but that doesn't mean anything. He did and that he did shit. And he did have a game winning block. The other yeah, game before yeah, that. he does that shit. He did that shit with us, but don't count on a playoffs. He will choke. Um, the quarterback uh, at your team, Washington, um, Washington football squad, football squad. He got uh, Dwayne Haskins got released for partying without a mask and with strippers. Um, so he's, he's cut. He's let go. I guess there's some teams looking at him. Hmm. Um, before Kobe Bryant, rest in heaven. That was a 2020. Ooh, that's how 2020 started. 
started. Every time there's, I told you, every time there's a Grammy, the Grammys, the Grammys something happens during the Grammys, yeah. always. So um, Kobe was considering leaving Nike and starting his own sneaker brand. And he, they, um, they actually have a picture of what the shoe would look like. And he was going to do a fitness line with it and everything. Mm. And um, Independent. He was going to go independent. And that happened right before he, literally right before he passed away. <clears throat> and then we talk about Magic Johnson always mansplaining things to us. Okay. And then we're going to take another break and we'll get to some no reason stories. And super quick, we have Versus. Bun B um, wants to have a verse battle against Outkast. UGK versus Outkast. Nah, that, that ain't That makes no damn sense. Rick Ross says no to the verse battle of 50 Cent because he said he can't make nothing to save his life. And then um, Benzo um wants to rap he wants to have a verse battle benzo a verse battle against um royce um don't say royce to five nine yes he does and the shit was hilarious if you was on (laughs) listen i'm telling y'all y'all want to read something funny go on twitter and just just do the hashtag you can put in benzo you can put on royce you can whatever put it in and you will have royce uh ripped the shit out of him. Even Rihanna got into it. Rihanna put up one of those one of those side emojis like, what is he? They was Benzo got roasted. Mm. He's like, my catalog versus your catalog. <laughs> roasted. They was like, what is going to be source um, articles? Like, what what catalog, catalog do you have, Benzo? If y'all yeah, want to talk about Benzino? Benzino. Benzino. Yeah, Benzino. Who did I say? I had the face. Benzo. Yeah, Benzino. I had the face in my head. I, I, I had the name in my head, but saying it wrong. I heard he just Benzo. joined uh, Club Clubhouse and, and everybody. They haven't, he hasn't joined Clubhouse. They want him to join Clubhouse so they can roast his ass. They waiting for him to come on in. Because you know, I'm going to tell you, if, if, if you had a beef with somebody, it's going to get handled in the Clubhouse. You can't get away from it. You They're going to put your ass on blast. So they want him in there bad now after he just won at this verse battle, which I, I don't know what he was thinking. I, I'm Catalan. They need to put him against like Peter Gunn. They don't need to put him through anything. <laughs> he need to take his old funny shape ass, no neck ass somewhere to sit down somewhere. That's what we need to do. So, anyways, that's funny. And then Ashante and um um Keisha Cole is coming up, reschedule. I'm I'm not sure if it's tomorrow night or next week. I can't remember, but that's coming up. That's the next verse battle. So I don't think Outcast versus UGK. That is dumb. That's that don't even make sense to me. UGK versus um three six mafia might be better. UGK? Um eight ball and MJG. That's better, but not outcast. I don't know who outcast. I can't figure it out right now with outcast. I don't know, but I'm sure they're gonna have some good ones. And Rick Ross and 50 Cent will never have a verse battle, period. 50 Cent will never do it with Ja Rule or Rick Ross. So I don't yeah, know why. Don't have nobody to battle with like no, no. And he's so petty, though. Maybe Nelly. Nelly already did it. With uh, I don't Ludacris. know why I keep bringing up Nelly. I don't know why. I, I think you're a Nelly fan. It's I getting was hot in here. <laughs> All right, we're going to be back. We're going to be back with some No Reason Stories. Then we're going to hit that Jizzle Comedy Corner, the new segment that it's we have. It's going uh, down, down, baby. It's going down. So we'll be right back. This is the No Reason Podcast, episode 76. We in the mix. I am Nola J. And I have done, please say the suave A. And it is 2021.
We'll be right back. We are back. This is the No Reason Podcast, episode 76. <laughs> I am Nola J. And I am caught off guard because I didn't get the countdown from when we were on air. But I'm Don Swizzy Suave. Please say the A. This is episode 67, aka 76, if you flip it backwards. Dude, is this champagne getting to you? <laughs> now I'm just doing what you did uh, last week. That was two, weeks, two ago, weeks ago, and I corrected myself. Okay, sir. All right, let's get into some no reason stories real quick. Uh, Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch was sold to a billionaire, Ron Burkle. Shout out to Ron. Um, he bought it for $22 million. Uh, I guess back in the day, he used to help Michael Jackson pay for it when Michael Jackson was short on it. So he now he bought it. I'm not sure what he's going to do with it. He didn't really... Um, Sound like he's a collector of right. exquisite properties. Or he's just that dude, like, I pretty much own it anyway because I was helping dude pay for it type shit. So Neverland has been bought. Who knows what he's going to do with it? I guess the family probably don't have nothing to do with it or something. I don't understand why nobody in the family don't it's have tied it. tied to his alleged... Oh, that sexual, that stuff yeah. he did? Okay. All right, so let's move on. For no reason, a drunk man bites a canine and barks at the police following a high-speed chase. And you read that correctly. You didn't switch the canine and the drunk man. It was him that bit the canine. Right. So let's unpack this. A California man took a police took the police on a high speed chase before biting a police dog and barking at responding officers. Hmm. According to the Sacramento Bee, Bzz. this happened in California. Jorge Barrasico Perez was spotted by a corning police officer. Running a stop sign. Officer said that a silver minivan driving by Boca Perez. I think they meant driven by, but. Driven so, by. What did I say? Well, you read what they wrote, which is driving by. Should be driven by, but. They don't proofread these, apparently. Okay, Swizzle, just stop the whole groove. Just stop the flow <laughs> to do your fucking corrections and stuff. Just stop it. Just stop the whole just flow. Just stop the whole. Just stop the whole flow. I mean, I was flowing. You st- Anyways, officer hmm. said that the silver minivan, y'all. He was in a silver minivan, and he was going ten miles per hour with his high beams on, and he didn't stop. So, Pen Live reports that when the officer tried to approach him. Beno Perez sped away going 75 miles per hour from Interstate 5 in Tahama County, ending when he crashed into a gate of a residential driveway. So, hmm. first he was going 10 miles an hour in a minivan with high beams on. That's crazy. And didn't stop. Then all of a sudden when the police was trying to approach him, he finally figured out how to go 75 in a minivan. He went from high to sober quickly. And... He he drove into a driveway, a gate. <laughs> so then the suspect driver jumped out and ran through the backyard of the residence, leaving the vehicle still rolling. Damn. <laughs> a minivan. The reason I can't keep y'all just imagine this is all in a minivan. <laughs> you want 75 down the interstate. Like minivans are ugly to begin. Like minivans is not the idea. That just minivans are weird. So K-9 Blaze, that's the name of the K-9 Blaze, was deployed who jumped two fences before catching up to the apprehending and apprehending the suspect. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I don't have a cough button. 
Apparently, the man thought he could take on the canine by biting the dog while resisting arrest. <laughs> mm. How do you manage to bite the dog? I don't know. When the officers approached both Blaze and Bicca Perez, they successfully arrested him, although he barked at them while taking into custody. Mm. Maybe he's a dog man. I've dog. been hearing about these dog men. He's a dog man. Oh, I didn't ever heard of this. Yeah. Was... Yeah. Um, the report also said he tried to bite one of the officers. Oh, wow. It was later determined that he was under the influence of alcohol and driving on suspended license due to a prior DUI. That don't sound like no alcohol to me. I don't... <laughs> that is not alcohol. But it makes sense. Alcohol don't sus... make you drive slow. Well, he has suspended <laughs> license and he had a prior DUI. Yeah, I can see him doing all that. So his logic was, let me, let me drive so slow that I, they won't pull me over. 10 miles an hour in a minivan. Running a stop sign. And then sign. running a stop sign. <laughs> He's very careful. <laughs> and who would think that a... Who would think a minivan would be problems? Come on. So he's got So kids. he's got... He did a good... He, he picked the right car. Like a minivan. You don't suspect a minivan, right? Yeah, going 10 miles per hour. <laughs> reminds well... Me that, reminds me of that joke you had about dad going through the stop sign. Took him 10 minutes. To get it through. took him a long time, but that's because he was waving to me and I didn't realize he was trying to talk to me. But side note, he does like stop in the middle of the road for no reason. <laughs> like, like, why are you stopping right here? Pull on the side of the road and the curb. <laughs> it's traffic. Listen, between him and my mother, I can't drive with them. I can't. I can't drive with them anymore. Yeah. They just, they don't make no sense to me. I don't know what they're doing anymore. It's boomers. Boomers can't drive, y'all. I'm sorry right now. They just can't. They may, there's no logic, no rhyme or reason. She stops from things. I'm like, why are you, I, I don't even want to get into it. <laughs> Let's move on. Just want you guys to know, for no reason, super gonorrhea is here. Word. Cases of gonorrhea is high due to COVID. It makes no sense to me. No reason. So mm. you're getting gonorrhea's out here. And it's, um, I thought you got it through sex. But apparently they're saying because of the Rona. It's an antibiotic that people were taking. I don't know. It's giving people super gonorrhea. Super gonorrhea. So 2020, we had the VIP. 2021, we got super gonorrhea. Here we come. And we got, <laughs> and we got the London VIP. I got the London bid, no, so. that made it to Colorado and California now. Yeah. Yeah. So the so that that super strand has made it into um Colorado and California. Um Bill Cosby is on social media. Give him a shout out. Free Bill. <laughs> so Take so the season. For no reason, um Bill Cosby gave a shout out. Christmas present to uh first before Christmas he shout out Bootsy Badass. Shout out to Bootsy. He said um on December on the tenth day, this is how Bill Cosby wrote it. On this tenth day of December 2020, I want to pay homage to those who have supported me and my family simply by saying thank you. The first person to be recognized on Thank You Thursday is rapper Bootsy. Thank you for your support, and I'm praying for you to have a speedy recovery after your mobility to be restored again. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thursday. So that's Bill Cosby. That's a good look. 
Uh, he still ain't washed his ass in jail. <laughs> okay. Somebody, he needs to wash his ass. So then on Christmas, Bill Cosby said on, th- on this, thank you, Thursday. I'd like to wish everyone a very merry and happy holiday. I'm sending my sincere gratitude to Kanye West, Snoop Dogg, and Faison Love for all their continued and cons- consistent support. I'm so glad to hear and see that these three icons, okay. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna just go keep going. These three icons, entertainment industry are enhancing their lives of others through philanthropy, music, and humor. I'm 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 just gonna keep going. My present to Kanye, Snoop, and um, Faison and every American is to take plenty of vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin B12, zinc, and elderberry soup. Syrup. Syrup. I said soup. (laughs) Syrup. That's good that you're giving all this, you know. And that is the that is basically the remedy for COVID. That's good you're doing all that, but um, where is the remedy of washing your ass in jail? Because you have not washed your ass in jail, Bill. Mm. So that's good, but you need you need to wash your balls. That's what you need to do. Uh, okay. That's Why you look at me? I'm not, I don't have no comment on this balls. I didn't say you had. <laughs> I'm just saying he's wash his balls. Period. Um. Trump, for no reason, pardoned hip-hop producer Weldon Angelos. He was um, sentenced in 2004 for selling $350 worth of weed to an undercover. He got like 55 years. It's crazy. Um, part of that shit stems from that that Reagan. It, Reagan air effed us all up, period. Reagan effed us up. And there's a good documentary on Reagan on Showtime. I've been watching it. He effed us up. So that was that Nancy Reagan and three strikes and all that. So he got pardoned. Um, Dr. Dre and his wife, they're back at it again. So Dr. Dre has been giving her, was it 2 million a month? Is it 2 million? That's what, yeah. So he's letting her know that at some point that he's going to have to um, cut it down to what is it like two hundred thousand a month, one hundred thousand a month? So he's basically eighty, yeah, eighty to two hundred, eighty to two hundred. So he's basically telling her tighten up, tighten yeah, up your belt straps. She stop better spending so much money. Yeah, stop spending so much money because shit is gonna go low. This is almost yeah, and uh, she's fighting it. Period. So they still fighting over his money. They need a, her money. They need a documentary. It goes. On. It's gonna be a documentary. It goes on and on. I can't understand why it lasts so long. <laughs> Must have superpowers. Okay. Uh, for so no reason. So she gonna keep going at it. I don't know why. Uh, something that I was talking about on Generation Gap because my cousin came over on Christmas. He made all these CDs for me and music, but I don't have a CD player. I pulled out my old boom box. That shit don't work. And so he was very upset. So he, I ended up buying a CD player. <laughs> well, lucky for you, your dad got you an old and my CPU dad got desktop. Me, my, the baby boomer got me a CPU unit. So you could play CDs. And then my, <laughs> my, my, my cousin got me, maybe buy this CD system. So they set me back, man. <laughs> they, sent, they, they set me back. I got all this. I don't even know what to do with this CPU unit. And now I got a CD player. And with that being said, vinyl had the best sales week ever right before Christmas. So vinyl has made a comeback. 
So I don't know, man, what's going on. <laughs> I don't see CDs making a comeback, CDs but I can listen to them because I got enough of them now. <laughs> CDs are not. Vinyl, vinyl's been on the rise for like five, ten years. But people sitting at home, I mean, you can play records. You ain't riding in the car, so. Well, vinyl was before vid. So before vid even happened, vinyl was making a comeback. People was, I was going to bars and places where they were starting to play vinyl. So this is even before vid. Vinyl started making a comeback. Mm-hmm. So it's back. And they had the largest sell ever. That largest sell ever before, right before Christmas, it beat the sales in 1991. So it was like 1.8 million or something. Um, in 2020 and then um in 1991 it was like 1.4 million or something like that so vinyl vinyl is back i don't know what they're gonna do with cds but i got enough equipment here to listen to cds now so CDs. if they want to make a comeback on cds let me know because yeah, cds and eight tracks i got a lot going on eight track cassette i mean it's cassette coming back because <laughs> if a cassette come back i'm gonna have to go Get a damn cassette player. Well, cassette might make a comeback. <laughs> I don't know anymore. Um, something random for no reason. Um, Alex Baldwin's wife, Hillary Baldwin, what you call herself, Hillary. Um, she's not Spanish. She's a Rachel Dolzoff of Spanish people now. So, white woman pretending to be Spanish. It's Alex Baldwin's wife. This is the most random, no reason story that came out of nowhere. Brown she, face. Is that what that's called? I don't know what you call it, but she was pretending to be Spanish all these years. She was on talk shows talking about how do you how do you say that in English? She couldn't pronounce cucumber. She didn't know what a cucumber was. Come to find out, this broad <laughs> was born and raised in Massachusetts, Boston. Her parents is from Boston. Her parents go to Spain every year to visit or something. But she's Hillary Baldwin. She's not Ellery, 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 Baldwin, and um, for no reason, for no reason, she just became Spanish for no reason. Said mm. she was from Spain, had an accent, and she got busted because her accent would go in and out. And then finally, somebody—I don't know—somebody from her high school or somebody just kind of busted her out and now she claiming it was the people that made her Spanish. She never said it. When she met Alex Baldwin, she told him she was from Boston. She's it's racial dolls off Spanish style. So it is the most no reason I I couldn't understand this story because when the story hit that now I'm like, I don't what what huh? Why is she there is no rhyme or reason why she's pretending to be Spanish. And she, she really have, won't she didn't have a reason or she didn't she got caught and then she finally went on and says yeah i am a white girl i'm from boston uh, boston massachusetts her accent was completely gone she's been talking with an accent for the longest hmm. she's been playing a spanish girl maybe she's just bored and alex married her like this so i don't hmm. know if he knew so he got a married, he got a spanish joint and a white she's girl. like a yoga teacher or something and i i don't it it is the most random, no reason story. Like, why? There's no rhyme or reason. Mm. Like, why? Why? Why are you doing this? So she got know. busted. She's from Boston. She's not from um, whatever. Um, me and Swizzle just watched a whole bunch of robots dance to "Do You Love Me." Do you love me? 
It was super cool, but it was kind of scary because uh, robots are not supposed to move that smooth. They was dancing their ass off all the robots yeah. for, for no reason. They were doing a running man. They was doing shuffles. Yeah, and I didn't think they could do they did it. every dance except the robot. I didn't think they'd do it. Um, back in the day, Generation X, me, I used to have all the breaking uh, movies, Electric Boogaloo, whatever. Ozone um, passed away, so rest in heaven. Damn, he was still fine. Up in, whoo, Mr. Love Me Some Ozone. Um, so breaking all the breaking movies and, um, he was in, um, I want to say one of the Michael Jackson videos or one of them videos he was in, but anyways, he was very popular in my generation because of breakdancing. He passed away at 56. Shabadabadoo. Yeah. Um, on a, on some woke news and some good news, um, two more Louisville police officers involved in the Breonna Taylor investigation will be fired. One of the officers, the one that fired a shot that killed her, and the other one that came up with that bogus warrant or no knock or whatever, getting fired. So that's some justice getting done. It's taking a long ass time, but they're getting there. Um, and real quick, winter outdoor dining for Milwaukee. They're getting challenges, but now they're building forts for people. Snow forts to to, to sit outside. And last week I was in the domes. I went into a dome. So please describe a dome. To I me. thought I thought it's like a snow globe. You know those snow globes where you shake right. them. And we right. was in there, but anyways, we was on a rooftop of Cafe Benelux. Benelux. And um, it's a dome. It's for eight people. It was only four of us. It was actually really pretty. It was actually really nice. And it was actually warm. They made us think it was going to be cold. So I had layers on. It was not necessary. Um, we sat in this 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 globe. It was like a globe. It zipped up. Was y'all allowed to smoke and stuff? Um, We don't smoke cigarettes. We don't smoke. So we I didn't. I wasn't talking about cigarettes. But we don't. Oh, y'all don't smoke. We don't smoke, so I don't know where that came from. We drink. We had our drinks, and we had, um, it was really cute inside. It had all the Christmas lights up, and it was real cozy, and heaters in it, and we were able to take our coats off, and we just sat in there, and we kicked it. We had a really good time. And then So it wasn't like a hot box, like fogged up on the outside? uh Uh-uh. It was just It was just like, it was like a tent. It was like a clear tent, Hmm. but it's shaped, and it's round like a dome. So it was a clear tent. So it was. Would you re- do it again? Yes, I would do it again. As a matter of fact, I have more people that want to do it with me because I posted the pictures. Now everyone's like, "Can we do it? Can we do it?" Yeah, but you're gonna have to chip in on it because I didn't pay for this one. Uh, my boy Jesus was in town. You have to reserve it. Oh, Jesus came through. Jesus came through. I and Jesus hooked us up. And yeah, you got to reserve it. And it's for ninety minutes. You get ninety minutes. Uh, you get the dome, and then you get um, a drink package to go with it. If I do it again, I think I want the hot chocolate one because it's just one of those where it's like all warm, it's and cozy. cozy. Yeah, it's cozy. It it was fun. It was dope. So we did that. So now what they're gonna do is they're gonna do forts, I guess, outside because mm. of the snow because it's been snowing. So I guess they'll figure it out in Milwaukee where the snow doesn't melt. No. We, it's no bad today. And that's why I came back early today because where I was at, it's worse up north. So I got up super early. I was up early as hell for for me to go to bed at four in the morning. I was up at like eight driving back home because I did not want to get caught in that snowstorm at all because it mm. sucks. It was slippery and ice and it's not fun, man. It's not fun. So I don't know how what your outdoor dining is going to do. 
have no idea. But they're figuring it out. Because tomorrow I'm going to go do brunch, but I don't have to drive or anything. I can walk and... You can sled. I can ski. I could do cross-country skiing. That's what I'm going to do. Back in the day, that's what we used to do. We do cross-country skiing. We just put on our skis and just... Go to the corner store. All that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> skis. <Kicking the> door. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you could get done with it. <laughs> so that's it for our No Reason story. Well, I got one more No Reason story. What is your other one? What's uh, up? Hip-hop legend, rapper, MF Doom. Uh, his death was announced. Yeah, he yesterday. passed away in Hall- on Halloween, and, and they he, announced and he it died yesterday. Two months ago. I don't understand for no reason. I don't right. understand that. that. That was pretty. That weird. was confusing to me. And what was weird is because I I watched a video of him talking about Kanye a month ago, and like it just now showed at just at that time showed him. And I'm looking at the comments, and one dude was like, "Did he just die?" And everybody was like, "No, he didn't die. Are you crazy? Why would you wish that?" He died on and Halloween. He had already had passed at that point, so, so I guess his people's released it, released the news. Yeah, but how did they keep it a secret for like two months? Halloween was in October. I guess you could just say he was quarantining. I, mean, I guess. Uh, yeah, quarantine can. That could happen. You don't see nobody anyway. So. Yeah, I thought that was really odd. So I was like, he died in Halloween. We just found out like yesterday. Mm-hmm. 2020, but 2020 is gone. So we no longer can claim 2020. 2021 might be a doozy. No, 2021 is starting off pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It's been real peaceful and chill. It's been peaceful. We're doing this podcast. We relax. It's just when the Grammys come. I just don't know what's going to happen <laughs> when the Grammys come. I'm just letting y'all know. It's always some wild shit. I mean, Chris yeah. Brown's beat, beat up Rihanna. Whitney Houston died. Um, Kobe died. Uh, there's a lot more Grammy shit. I should have yeah, done more research. I could keep going on with more Grammy <laughs> stuff. But just, just a few examples. So... Whenever the Grammys come around, I promise you guys, I get really, um, I get really kind of like, what's going to happen? Something crazy going to happen. Mm. It's the Grammys. It only makes sense. All right. We're going to take another break. And this will be our last break. And we're going to come back and do the Jizzo Corner. Some comedy. And um, Jizzo's Corner. Jizzle's Corner. So this is the No Reason and Podcast. And this is a real good one. This is a this is a doozy, guys. So so hold, don't touch that dial. It is? Yeah, don't touch that dial. Don't touch the, I, Yeah, I think this champagne is getting to Swizzle's head. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I'm tired of him using dial. He is too young to be using dial. You need to stop hanging around your dad. Seriously. You never turn the dial on the TV and where it, it clicks da, from channel to channel? Okay. Um, so, like I said, this is No Reason Podcast, episode 76. We'll be right back. I am Nola J. And I'm Suave. Please say the A. And we'll be right back. <laughs> okay, we are back. Uh, this is the No Reason Podcast. I'm your host, Nola J. And I'm your co-host, Young Don Suave. Please say the A. And this is episode 76. This is our last segment of the podcast. First podcast of 2021. How you feeling so far? <clears throat> I'm enjoying. You know what? I feel relaxed. I don't know why. Maybe because we know it's not 2020 anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just kind of relaxed. I'm relaxed, to be honest. Well, that's good, Jizzle. Um, so this segment is called the Jizzle Corner. Welcome to the Jizzle's Corner. How was that? <sighs> Swizzle special. Um, this is the comedy part, and 
I like to call this, I was thinking a lot about this swizzle and my experiences in comedy and some of the people when I was talking about like Pauly Shore and David Allen Greer and a lot of people I've worked with, Hollywood came to Nola J. Hmm. I did not once have to go to Hollywood. I just thought about that. It's deep thought. So I got to lurk, I got to work with a lot of people and honestly stayed in Milwaukee with some of these people. Um, there's a few people that I worked with that was out of town, but it was never like California or Vegas or anything big. It was right here. So um I'm one of the lucky ones, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, I really am. I got to really work with some good, some heavy hitters that are really funny. Um I mean, I work with Billy Gardell all the time back in the day. Billy Gardell's got um, sitcoms on that's, that's booming. And he's from Pittsburgh, so we had a connection with that as well because I lived in Pittsburgh, so it was always a good time working with him. Like I worked with a lot of a lot of people, and I was, it was right here in Milwaukee. I didn't go nowhere. So I thought it was dope. So that's why I came up with Hollywood, came to Nola J. All right, so... Uh, I said I was last week. I said I was going to talk about Eddie Griffin. So I'll talk about the time I work with Eddie Griffin. I'm only going to give a short one because I don't want to go too long, and then I continue next week with it. So it's part one. Yeah, it's part one, but but um, yeah, it's part one. I think it depends on how I go. I don't know. I don't know. So I got to work with Eddie Griffin um for a weekend. And it was kind of funny that uh, he came in on Friday night. Now, Eddie Griffin's um, a writer, and everybody knows this, he likes Air Force Ones. So he asked us for Air Force Ones and his writer. So the club got everything he needed. And um, that Friday night, I was working with him that Saturday night. And that's another thing with this club that I work with. If 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 a celebrity comedian came in, um, I never was greedy like that. So I would just work one night with them, but I still hang out the whole weekend so other another comedian could get an opportunity to work with them as well mm-hmm. instead of just taking the whole weekend. So um I didn't work I worked Saturday night with him and Friday night I came in, of course. And I, I'm in the green with green room with I'm in the green room with him. So it's him and there's like six other guys with him. He's got a whole entourage. So I walk in and the other comedian introduced me. He's like, yeah, this is Nola J. She'll be working with you on Saturday. Eddie Griffin's like, oh, okay. Um, You better be funny. And I just looked at him. I was like, I didn't say nothing. There's (laughs) there's like five, six guys. It had to be nine guys. He had a lot of people with him. Mm -hmm. So I'm in the room with a bunch of guys and it's me. And he was like, so, um, tell me a joke <laughs> on the spot on the spot so i told him a joke he's like oh you like riddles huh reels riddles oh riddles he's like oh you like riddles i was like yeah whatever like i didn't back down i wasn't scared i did my joke they was like surprised i think they were surprised so it was like damn because my shit was like I always have some witty shit. That's just me. I like that type shit where you got to think about it a little bit, but it's funny. Like my, I love to this day. I love my joke that says I took a braille so I could read at night. Mm. 
Shit is hilarious to me. And you can find out how, how slow people are by how staggered the last. But Richard are. Pryor had shit like that. Richard Pryor had a joke where they said, they said, why you kill everybody in the house? Because they was home. Shit is hilarious. As a kid, that used to make me, I used to laugh. To this day, that joke is funny as fuck to me. And I would, as a kid, I would laugh so hard. So that was my kind of influence from Richard Pryor when I do the Braille joke. It's just mm-hmm. that, just that, that's me and Eddie Griffin looked up to Richard Pryor. As a matter of fact, you listen to his ass long enough to start sounding like him because I had to work with him for a long sure. Anywho, let's get, let's get into this. So so I did one of my my kind of Richard Pryor little things, that like that Braille type of joke type shit. I don't remember what joke I did, but I did it. Like, is you you, you got to stay ready. Like, you can't be scared. Like, because he said, tell me a joke. Now, if he was a civilian, I would have got mad. Because I hate yeah. when civilians say that shit. Yeah. Uh, tell me a joke. And, I'm, and we got this shit that we say. You, It's not like when you meet a dentist, you'd be like, give me a cleaning. You know what I mean? Like, Or you meet you meet LeBron on the street. Hey, can you dribble this for me? Put this through your legs? No, I think mine... Um, you think you're... My, mine was... <laughs> <laughs> my example is a lot better than that shit you just said. Like I said, <laughs> no, it was a whole lot better than that. <laughs> that a dribble? A dribble? <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, um, so when he said that, I wasn't scared, and it was like six dudes. He brought in a, a couple cats from Cleveland, um, that was working with him on the show, and then he has—he just had a bunch of a bunch of people. His manager, his manager was super cool. He had a bunch of people with him. So he tell me a joke I did. It. He's like, oh, you like riddles. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that. I, I just looked at him. He said, oh, you must be a bottom bitch. He can't say talking crazy to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I would just laugh. I was laughing like, why are you, why are you fucking with me, Eddie? <laughs> I don't have to deal with you till tomorrow. I just came in here to say hi introduced myself but i guess i passed all the tests because the next day he was my best friend but yeah. it was like a test he's put me through mm-hmm. and i i must have passed because i wasn't flinching i was like i'm not scared of you or these eight men in here period like straight up that i'm not scared of y'all i'm, I'm gonna do my job i'm doing what i'm supposed to do so so then um i left now, I sat in the audience and watched the show. Now, the problem with Eddie Griffin is uh, he does like three, four-hour shows, period. And there ain't no amount of light waving or get your ass on the stage. Just go get him yeah. off. <laughs> so the first night, and there's two shows now. There's two shows each night. The first show, he runs over. Second show, runs over. And he say nigga so much is crazy. Like that's just his word. Like that's mm-hmm. his his go to. So, so it was long on Friday night, but I was like, all right, cool. So the next night I come through, I come in, and um, we back there. Now he my best friend. We kicking it, laughing. The other comedians that are on the show. We become cool. We cool. I guess I passed the test the night before. Mm-hmm. So it all just came together, and um. So I did the first show and he didn't go over too much. It was okay this time. But the second show, the last show of the night, 
Let me tell you, that motherfucker started at 10 o'clock. He didn't get off stage till 1 30 in the morning. Good gracious. Listen, man. I had to go every okay, so um um he doing his bit, he getting into it. Now he going over. He going over, over. They didn't already drop the tickets. People that paid, they build that. He's still going and going. So I never know when he's going to get off. And I was happening to be the MC of the show. So I have no idea when he's going to get off because he goes long. So I can't just go take breaks and, and assume. Yeah. I don't know. Right. But what I do know is it's going to be a long ass time. So he's not one of them people that's going to get off anytime soon. Yeah. So I'm sitting in the back of the room like, oh my God, he's going and going. Okay, I'm looking at the time. I'm like, it's midnight. Like, we have never gone this far. Like, we're done. The second show, we done by 9 30, 10 o'clock. It's going on 12 30 now. I had to go take nigga breaks. He said so much that I went upstairs to the sports bar and sat for a minute just to take a break. I was like, oh my, he said so, I mean, he said so much to the point. I was like, I need a break. I went upstairs and took a break. Come back down. It's one o'clock. I'm like, oh, he got to be wrapping it up now. It's one o'clock in the morning. Nope. He keep going. Still going. Still going. It's two o'clock in the morning. That's when I finally get back on the stage. Whew, it was long. So with the crowd, were they still there? People they were there. They hung in there. They stayed with him. They was right with him. But I mean, he do that though. That's he's known for that. So it's not like they don't know that. But I don't think they knew he was gonna go that long. I didn't think he was gonna go that long. And so then um after the show, we sitting around in the um showroom and um we chopping it up. Now I'm sitting there talking to him and me and Eddie having a real straight conversation, just a cool, real cool dude. No more of that L you a bottom bitch, tell me a joke, none of that. It was telling me about his childhood and and things was going on and we had really we had a really good conversation and he was like hey no can you do me a favor i'm like what he said like, can you go to the gas station give me some cigarettes what <laughs> <laughs> he smokes camels he has a joke about that shay smokes camels it was camels so I, I said, okay. So I the gas station's right up the street. So I went in the car, went, got his cigarettes, came back, sat, we chopping up, talking. And then uh, we left the club. And then we they were staying downtown at the hotel. We went over there and still kicked it, had fun. And we had a good time. Um, I guess I don't have to do part two. Because I thought it was going to be longer than that. I guess I was thinking about how long he how is long on the stage. <laughs> that's what I was just thinking about. But at the, at the end of the day, he was super funny. He was super cool. Um... And like I said in my previous episode, I'm going to do the Jizzle Corner, but I'm not going to tell it all. I promise you that. You ain't going to get it all. I'm going to give you the gist of these stories and the basis of the stories. Of course, there's way more to the stories, um, but I'm not going to give that. I'm not trying to um, I'm not trying to do all that, to be honest. <laughs> I, don't, I, I feel uncomfortable talking about them just for the fact that they got their own clout and their shine for working as hard as they did. So I'm not trying to ride anybody coattails or trying to act like, oh, I should work with Eddie Griffin. No, but this is just these people I work with. And this is this is how it went down. And he was super, he was super cool. Like once we sat down and really had a long conversation after the show, he was good. But that shit was hilarious 
when I first walked in, he your was like, initi- Your initiation. My initiation was tell me a joke. And there's like 10 people, 10 dudes, all dudes in the room staring at me. Told it. And then that, there's this comedian, I told him that story when it first happened. He thinks it's so funny that he was like, Say, so you like riddles. <laughs> 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 and he turned out to be super cool i went and got him a pack of cigarettes i guess the purpose of these stories too to show you how natural and human people are too it's like comedians when they together we're all comedians like he looked at me as a comedian he's a comedian of course but it's like we just normal ass people once you get through all that nonsense i, I guess my initiation that him show i really was one that i went on one like and they'd be like, oh, I'm not ready. You know those cats where they'd be like, oh, I can rap. Okay. Flow now. And they'd be like, but wait, I need... A, I need a beat. I need... Yeah. A, but no. You got to stay ready. Period. Yeah. So, um... So, at the end of the day, I guess this is a story. So, like, little stuff like that. Like, like, go get me some cigarettes. Or, last one I say, Michael Winslow. I'm going through a Taco Bell drive through with him and shit. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just... Polly Shore just... Just random shit that happens, but it's good stuff. And Eddie actually is a cool dude, very funny. We had a really good conversation. Um, but he can go. He can go. That man, I that man went on for so long. We thought it was on never end. Wow. Never. And you gotta understand, like, as much as you are happy to be um working and a comedian but i'm in work mode so what i mean when i'm in work mode i'm in work mode so i'm like i'm listening to him i'm enjoying his comedy but in the same respect i know i got to get back up there you got to stay ready and stay ready i don't know when i'm gonna be ready with him and then it comes to a point where like he's funny i'm appreciate the crowds appreciate it but then when you're working you know how like you just want to get off work yeah. you're like come on man and then like when you think he done here he going i was like he I looked over at um the other comedian. I said, he about to go again. We was like, we was laughing because we was like, now we're laughing at the fact that he just a rare rub and keep going. Hmm. And kept going. So it was a fun weekend. I had a good weekend. So um that's the gist of my little uh jizzle corner. That was short and sweet. Hollywood comes to Nola J. Hollywood comes to Nola J. I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot, I mean, I done met Ice T, Camera Electra, um, Jaina Jemison. I mean, there's a lot. I could go on and on. And I I was right in Milwaukee. And I didn't see none of these people. They just, they came to me. Yeah. So it is what it is. So yeah, so next week, I don't know who I'm going to talk about next week. There's a lot. There's a lot I could talk about. Um, there's a lot of people I work with. And I can keep adding to this list. I have a list that I have to keep remembering. Because I'm 15 years in the game. Sometimes you just, no, 16. It's 2021. 16 years in the game professionally. I'm not going to talk about them pre-years where I was playing around. Mm. But when they start paying, when they start paying me. (laughs) 16 years. So um, I've worked with a lot of people. So I try to remember some more people. Um, I'll be a little bit. I'll be a little bit more on point next week. I'm a little tired from doing my show last week, and it's New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and a little sluggish. 
I gotta deal with a CPU unit now. I got a CD player. I'm like, I'm going back about 2021. Come in, I'm going back to my past. So I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm so confused. I was so Swizzle comes through and he's like, "Yeah, Pops got you something." And like I said, my dad got this for me because when we do our podcast, my I don't have enough memory in my laptop, which I just need to get more memory, but. Dad is really a podcaster now, and he's really serious about this. So he decided to order me a computer. Um, but he decided to order it in 1992. So I got a CPU unit with a keyboard and a mouse, no monitor. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no monitor. And um, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> yeah. I love the gift. I thank them for it. I'm appreciative, but I just got now I got to figure out. I haven't dealt with these in ages, so um, I got to Google some things and figure some things out by tomorrow because we tape generate generation gap tomorrow. So I, <laughs> I got to get it done <laughs> some yep. miles away. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I have no idea. I think I got a monitor somewhere in, the, in storage. I tried, I mean, we tried to hook up to the TV. There's a lot going on. So I hope 2021 is not me going back to old school gadgets because it's not going to work for me. That's what it's looking like so far. No, it isn't. The CD player and the CPU unit is it. I'm done. I, if somebody bring me a damn Walkman, Walkman. I'm going <laughs> to be like, listen, <laughs> I'm done. Just leave me alone. I'm not the one. And you know that, um, Swizzle. I'm millennium when it comes to all this other stuff. I don't, this, I'm confused at this moment. So that was the Jizzle Corner comedy. Um, I have a gig uh, Saturday. I am doing a Christmas party for firemen. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm doing a Christmas party for the firemen uh, this Saturday. Wait, not this Saturday, the following Saturday. I'm confused, you guys, right now. Tomorrow, Saturday, not that Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. The ninth? <laughs> I told, yeah, the ninth, January 9th. Thank you, Swizzle. I'm glad hmm. somebody can figure out a calendar. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be doing that, and that's about it. So next week, I think I don't know who I want to touch base on next week, but I got enough names on this list that I can talk about. I could talk about my little Kevin Hart story. Um, <laughs> that's kind of wild. Okay, so Just stay tuned next week for that. I don't know if I'll do Kevin Hart though, so I don't know what I want to do. But we're gonna keep going with the Jizzle Corner. Um, I'm gonna try to make it a little bit stronger next week. Like I said, I'm a little tired from my gig last night and getting up early this morning trying to beat that snowstorm, so I wouldn't have to drive in a snowstorm. People sending me to they on the beach. I just got done surfing. I'm like man, yeah, get off of my get out of my damn phone. I, yeah, it's good times. It's good times. All right. Um, so is there anything you want to um promote? Do you want to talk or you want to give anything or yeah, 2021? You know, we got a lot of things brewing. There you go again. Yeah. A lot of things chewing. I guess he's a barista. So this is what I'm doing. You feel me? No barista, but this the new insta. Are you trying to rhyme? Not trying to rhyme. Yeah, but, you're trying. But I'm you're on trying. 10, like but anyway um yeah i got a few things so you know last year was i don't know what last year was but this year is going to be the year of i think swizzle is drunk off the champagne i really do because i just don't understand what the hell you are talking about (laughs) i'm gonna drop a bomb here this year is the year for cryptocurrency okay so 
I don't know if any of your listeners follow it, but if you do, you've seen that it's reached a new high about a month or so ago. Bitcoin. To be yep, exact. it's twenty seven thousand. Um, um, stock is up to twenty seven thousand. I just um, it's so it's going up so fast. It's twenty nine now. Maybe it's twenty nine. So, um, I'm about to invest in this other one that's coming up. So I've been on doing my little shit. Well, that's good. I'm trying to get uh the boomer on it as well, but um. Yeah, so I'm finally finishing the course. I've got a beginner's course for for cryptocurrency, and it's perfect for people like Pops or people who are like not really savvy with technology to begin with. It really breaks it down on a simple level. So I got that. I'll I'll, I'll probably plug that when it's ready. And uh, yeah, we got the generation gap going to be released very soon. So. To stay tuned with that generation gap dot show that's how you stay tuned with i that. just want to warn you guys these shows were taped a long time ago so we promoting stuff doing all that stuff is not relevant but i'm just saying that so swizzle moves very slow so one day it'll be released well we had to we had to deal with a lot of technical difficulties but you have a lot right. of time though <clears throat> right that's why you got the new computer jizzle yeah but you had a lot of time to get it anywho I'm gonna be okay, quiet. But that's what that's that's what's going on this year, and uh, a few of the things in the bag. So it's pretty exciting. That's it. That's all. You done? Yeah, that's it. All right, you guys. This has been another episode. It's episode seventy six. Thank you so much for listening to the No Reason Podcast. I do appreciate it. Um, once again, Happy New Year, twenty twenty one. I believe it's gonna be the year. Things gonna turn around. Things gotta go up. It's gonna go uphill. So we definitely go move forward. 2020 is a rearview mirror. Let's uh let's be about solutions. Let's be better. Let's level up. Let's continue on the flow. Enjoy life. Once again, find something fun to do. Go laugh. Do something. Um, watch a comedy special. Roast your parents. Roast your friends, your cousins. I don't know. Do something. Where you laugh and have a good time because life is too short and before you know it, it'll be over. So um, make sure you do something like that. Also, check out my website at nolajcomedy.com. This is everything I talk about is on that website. My dates, I think some of them are on there. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, it's a new year. So I'm going to have to uh, add some dates onto that. Um, all the episodes of No Reason podcast is on there. So if you want to catch up on some episodes or want to go back and listen to some, there is 76. Wow. So check out the rest of those. Um, Have a great week. Like I said, get out there. Have something fun. Do something fun. Have something fun. Do something fun. Mm. (laughs) Enjoy yourself. Life is too short. Don't take yourself so seriously. Um, Don't be so hard on yourself. 2021. Happy New Year. I am Nola J, a.k.a. Chocolate Blonde, a.k.a. Jizzle. And I am Don Suave, a.k.a. Young Suave Sutra, a.k.a. Suave Mente. Do a little dance. Make a little love. Get down tonight. Swizzle's drunk uh, off of champagne, you guys. I think he's celebrated too much with the 2021. Thank you guys for listening. You guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next week. Deuces. Peace. Peace out. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. Like, how do I record an episode? How to get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do I make money from this podcast? 
The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free. And it's ridiculously easy to use. Even my chocolate blind self can use it. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I um, I love it. It's simple. You know, I'm an airhead. So I just put things together. has all the tools you need. I can distribute this to all kind of platforms. I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast, you can have your podcast there. So if you always wanted to start your podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm fm slash start i can't wait to hear your podcast tell a friend to download and subscribe to the no reason podcast with nola j the chocolate blonde go to the website nola j comedy.com that's nola j comedy.com